Welcome to the Horror Dance Podcast. Hi, I'm Matt. Hey, this is Steve. And today we have a throwback for you guys. One of Steve's favorites. Iconic piece of cinema. The Faculty. 1998's The Faculty. This movie's a banger in my opinion. Did you, did you know anything about this movie? I spoiled that it was sci-fi, right? Yes. It was, I failed. It was slightly spoiled. Because I feel like you wouldn't know that for a little bit. Yeah, so I'll be honest. So when I first started watching this movie, mm-hmm. I had to make sure I had the right movie because I thought, oh, wait, is this just, did I download some sort of teen flick movie? <laughs> I well, had, no, but there's, I mean, right from the beginning, though, there's the scene with the teacher getting attacked. Oh, uh, the the coach. Yeah. There. But it was like ominous. It was like you. Is, or rather ambiguous. You didn't know how he was getting attacked. Right. But, I mean, I got to that point and then I realized, okay, yes, this is the right movie. But before that, I was like, wait a sec. Did, is this is this what I'm supposed to be watching? Uh, well, it has been compared to like Breakfast Club meets Invasion of the Body Snatchers. That is a fair Which comparison. is, I think, actually, I actually heard read kevin williamson say that's what he was going for um definite breakfast club vibes yeah i can see that easily um <laughs> not saying that that's bad or good for this film i think this i had fun watching it. you had a good time not in i say that in the most sincerest way not in i still know what you did last summer kind of way not in a so bad it's fun way yeah but just it's it's trying to be fun. Yes. And it is fun. Yeah, I did. This film definitely had I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I love me. I still know what you did last summer. Mm-hmm. And don't forget to stream How Do I Deal mm-hmm. by Jennifer Love Hewitt. Oh, okay. Let me bring this up. I have some housekeeping to do. Oh, I wouldn't be a, go. You want me to go. be a, a shady, petty bitch right now? Go for it. You, you and Brandon claimed that there was no orchard and I still know what you did last summer. Oh. You, you guys made fun of me. We did. We did. So we threw shade. I went shade. back. You found this orchard? With subtitles. Oh, subtitles and always expose all. At Mr. Estes, our boy Estes, <sighs> said that there's an orchard on Tower Bay Island. Oh. So you and Brandon could suck it. You are right. We are wrong. <laughs> I Well, I will admit I was wrong. Brandon, we'll leave that up to you. I'm not saying that there would be an orchard. I mean, could there be an orchard on an island? I don't know. Pass. According to Estes? I mean, it's it's. I still know what you did last summer. Logic. Yes. Isn't its main thing, but. <laughs> but in the lore of the story, there, there was, was an, an orchard. orchard. So there you have it. Brandon, you're a fake stan of I still know what you did last summer. Brandon, if you ever want to come on the podcast again, just. Hit me Just up. don't claim I'm wrong. Don't 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 hit up Steve. He's done. <laughs> Just, kidding. Just kidding. We Brandon. love you, Brandon. Yes, we'll have you. Whenever. We'll have you to talk about. I'll always know what you did last summer and the uh, use of orchards. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so you had a good time watching this. Watching? No, what whatever you were doing earlier today. Yeah, watching this movie. <laughs> <laughs> watching the fact Matt. That has which, had too many drinks which, tonight. No, which I was watching the faculty earlier today, honestly. Okay. Right before we. Uh, I feel like you episode. do that a lot. 
yeah, right before. Because I like I like the movies fresh in my mind. That's the thing. Because we, we have done episodes before where I've been a really good co-host and watched the movie a few days beforehand. And then we get to discussing it. And I'm like, wait, what the hell happened? And so I have to watch a YouTube recap of it. I'm like, why the hell am I doing this when I can just watch the movie like the day before or the night before? We're just getting your fresh first impressions. Uh, this then. is these are my fresh first impressions of this film. So you liked it? I liked it. I did like okay. it. It was fun. It was fun. And like I said, I mean not it, the bad fun. It was fun. <laughs> I I liked seeing uh Elijah Wood in this film. And there's a line that said later Our on. Our Hobbit boy. Yes. Uh, Frodo. Uh, as he will be. Are you a Lord of the Rings of stan? I wouldn't say a stan, but I do enjoy Lord of the Rings. I mean, concerning Hobbits. Dork. Have you never heard the song concerning Hobbits? No. Oh, my Lord. Is it you... like a spoof song? No. Oh. No, it's a spoof song. I'm sorry to all those who value lord of the rings no concerning hobbits is a brotherly song of love like you hear the song it's it's uh the song that plays like when the, the shire sounds pretty gay to me it is pretty gay <laughs> but it's it, it okay i'll have but, to i'll have to look that one up but, but we're not here but to, back to yeah yeah elijah to, yeah elijah wood in his breathtaking performance he's good in this movie no he is he is great don't be shady no i'm not i would love to have elijah on to talk about the faculty elijah is this how you got discovered for the fellowship of the rings could be i feel like that the fellowship was not too long after this i really and that took a long pre-production they did three movies back to back yep so we have the faculty to thank for Oh, he would probably want to talk about this movie because, you know, he's probably sick of hearing about the Lord of the fucking ring. <laughs> did you watch? <laughs> did you watch the show? The new show? No, I have not seen that. I, I have less than zero interest in that. Are Elijah's not, not in it. So fuck off. Well, are you not a Lord of the Rings fan at all? I saw them all in theaters. You did. But I've okay. had no interest in revisiting. Like, So, I mean, I enjoyed them mm-hmm. at the time. Yeah. But. I just not, I don't really feel like watching them again. So I remember in college, like Avatar. Oh, I'm not gonna see. I had a decent, I had a decent time watching in the theater with the 3D. Did I need to see it again though? Absolutely not. I did not. Yeah, but they just want you to forget that you already saw it. That's why it's back out. Well, they got the second one coming out. So, but it's. Everybody says, though, like for being the highest grossing movie of all time, I think it might be. I think Endgame took it over, took over the spot Mm, finally. But it's like, what kind of cultural significance has Avatar had? Do people talk about Avatar? Do people quote Avatar? No, I don't. I don't think it's nearly as much as you know the dialogue in Avatar or the themes in Avatar. It's the special effects in Avatar that have a lasting impact. Where now we can surpass that easily, you know. It had no cultural significance. <laughs> it re- you're gonna look at Avatar, you're gonna think at the time it did great for special effects, but you're gonna look at it now, and you're gonna say, "So what?" 
It's not like Titanic. Right. But anyways, we're not here to talk about Avatar. Or or, Titanic. Or Titanic. (laughs) There were tits in Titanic. Which is, how did they get away with that in a PG-13? I mean, it was, was it the full, have you seen Titanic in a while? Oh, I've seen, I've seen the scene. You watched it. (laughs) Not necessarily the full movie, but I've seen the scene. Was it full tits? Or was it just like. I believe so. Full tits. That, Full tits. That's crazy. You can't show that smut to children. Yeah, it's obscene. <laughs> Disgusting. Where's the peen? <laughs> yeah, e- equal, At least get equal Leo uh, shaft. opportunity, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, back to the faculty. So that written by Kevin Williamson, mm-hmm. you know, icon, Scream, Matt's fave, Scream 2. I do enjoy Scream Scream too. 4. Not so much Scream 4. But Scream 2. You're a Scream 4 hater, but it's your own fault. We'll go into that at some point. <laughs> um, Directed by Robert Rodriguez, who did one of your faves that we covered, From Dusk Till Dawn. Oh, yeah. You thought that was a banger. That was great. And just a 90s, iconic 90s cast here. Soundtrack. Soundtrack and soundtrack scene right from the beginning. It's like I was like, Matt's going to at least like this soundtrack. This this alt like punk rock feel. Oh, so good. So good. It's just not the same anymore. Why can't music be like this anymore? Right. It's not f- MGK's crime. Oh, God. Don't get Matt started on MGK. We're going to lose <laughs> some subscribers. Oh, no. I want to meet his wife, though. I said I, I would go to an MG concert with MGK concert with Matt just so I can get a glimpse of Megan Fox. Who wouldn't want to meet? So I can harass her about Jennifer's body. <laughs> when you, when's the sequel? <laughs> we we need a sequel or a TV show at least. Uh, we have the at the beginning, you know, after our banging song by somebody, Robert Patrick from T two. Have you seen T two? Terminator two. Yeah. I love Terminator 2. Did you recognize him? No, well, he's, he's like the main bad he's, guy. He's the main... Uh, Liquid uh, T-1000? Yes. Icon. Wait, is that, who is that? The gym teacher? Yeah. No way. Yeah. No, he's he's low-key. I noticed on this rewatch. He's great in this movie. Oh, he <laughs> is. Like, right from the beginning, like, he's... Here, okay, why do we? It always goes back to not another team movie for some reason. <laughs> One of the best movies of all time, but he reminded me of the gym teacher in that who's like saying God damn it all the time and like he spits on Chris Evans and like slams to the ground. Like, he, that's just an exaggerated version of this guy, pretty much. Like, he's like pissed off, he's like throwing Gatorade all around. <laughs> he's unhappy, but then he's approached There's by a mysterious figure. There's definitely some kind of mystery here, though. We don't yeah. really know what's going on yet. Then we meet our um, titular faculty. <laughs> I call her our our uh, first Alki here that we see. Kruger. Who? Uh, Kruger. Kruger. Uh, uh, have you ever seen Seinfeld? Not all of it. Oh. <laughs> Was he on Seinfeld? Yeah, I feel like oh. it's the same actor that's, that's in Seinfeld. Uh, it's it's the teacher who has an alcohol problem. 
Right. And his name is Mr. Tate, which I don't know if is a reference to. In Halloween H2O, Lori changes her name to Mrs. Tate, and he's like the ex, so he would be the husband. So I don't know if that was like an in-joke, because Kevin Williamson worked on Halloween H2O. Oh, okay, um, very see that. Very well see that. That would be yeah. a very Kevin Williamson. And did you recognize, oh, I don't remember her name, but the red-headed teacher? No, I did not. Uh, I think it was only a few episodes ago. Obviously, she's older here. Carrie's mom. No That's way. That's Piper Laurie. Oh, my God. Did not notice that at all. So I do like um, just seeing like the kind of the teachers, like the behind the scenes of the teachers hanging out. Yeah. I feel like that's something you not don't see too oh, no. often. And the movie is called The Faculty. So, so uh, spoiler alert, not for this movie, but for the, the teacher society, uh, I used to room with a fellow teacher and I remember asking him at one point, how do teachers pick kids to be in their classes, like elementary school? Mm-hmm. Like, let, like, let's say you had a friend and how how are you paired with that friend? So I always just pictured it as like a draft sort of thing. Like, okay, so this teacher is going to pick this all-star student. This other teacher is going to pick this all-star student. And the next teacher is going to pick this all-star student. And they just keep going down the line until they're out of students. But there's actually a lot of thought that goes. I never thought about that once in my life. I just thought it was just like not even up to the teachers, just up to the higher ups. Oh, no, it's definitely up to the teachers. And that's what kind of shocked me. Well, what grade did he does he teach? He teaches uh, seniors, so 12th graders and 11th graders. But he knows teachers in elementary school and how how that student selection is done. And I just always thought like, oh, okay, I get, sometimes I get paired with some of my friends. Sometimes I there's less friends than I have, but it was just a very interesting thing that you don't really think about. The behind up. the scenes. Yeah. Behind the scenes. You, he should watch this movie. I think, I think he I would think, enjoy it. Yeah. He, yeah. He might be one of the possessed, but he might. Is be. he? <laughs> <laughs> Has he ever been possessed by an alien? Well, I'll have to ask him. <laughs> um, but I do like this whole kind of opening scene. You know, it's almost like, even at this point, it's not like so much sci-fi, but more slashery. Because you have yeah. the teacher going after the principal, played by B.B. North, Queen. Um, I really like her. And, like, he sticks a pencil in her hand, which so is pretty... So aggressive. He needs to calm down. Um, but he's also getting canceled way before this. Sexual harassment. Him. Yes. Yeah, she says, yes, sexual harassment has a very fine line coach or something like that. Like, go sleep it off. Because she she just thinks he's drunk. Right. It's a typical coach. Mm -hmm. But she puts up a good fight, Mm -hmm. you know. And I kind of just like this because, you know, it is like typically these would be like the teens. But you have like the the principal running around the school. Like, it was just like a nice subversion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. and like him, like putting on what do you call it? Like the principal, the announcer, announcing system. Well, Mrs. Mrs. Drake, please report to the principal's office. Mm-hmm. And then we get like you know the scene where you know the door's locked, and you know the other teacher, um, Carrie White's mom, Just is trying keys. to help her. Yeah. And it's just it was pretty suspenseful. Good, great build up in this scene. But and she gets out though. Everything's fine. 
I did not see this coming. Maybe. So at this point, when so yeah, Carrie, let's we'll call it Carrie White's mom. Carrie she White's stabs mom. her a bunch of times with some scissors. scissors. So did you just think like this was some kind of possession thing? Um, I guess at this point, I didn't know exactly what it was, but I knew Carrie's mom and the gym teacher were in cahoots. I didn't necessarily know that it was possession. Why? What was going on? You, you didn't know. Yeah. Um, well, I didn't think that whatever was possessing them had already gotten to Carrie's mom because they had the intro scene in the beginning. She seems fine. Yeah. She seems fine. We had the coach just kind of turn around and was like, what do you want? And it's a mysterious figure. We don't know who it is, mm-hmm. but obviously we find out that, you know, the coach was possessed by something. So I didn't necessarily think that. Whoever had possessed the coach had also possessed other people. There'll be a lot of possessing in this movie. You can even call that. Well, no, possessing is more like supernatural. Yeah. It's um, what do they call? They call it um, it's like a synergistic relationship. Whoa, man, big word. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We we had too much to drink, so Oops. don't listen. To- <laughs> so we'll, we'll dial back on synergistic relationship. Synergistic. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, it was a parasite, essentially. Parasitic. parasitic. Relationship, relationship. There we go. But then we're introduced to our kids, and I love this whole scene where, you know, we're being introduced to them. There's, like, a title card for each one. I thought that was really fun. I like really, a freeze frame. I enjoyed that. It helped me keep track of everyone. Oh, you and your people. Yeah. There's so many. So at least that helped a little, probably. But we have... Um, Can we talk about Delilah? For a hot second. See you next Tuesday. Oh my God, the queen of see you next Tuesday. She, she's the worst. Like I still love her. I think the actress does a really good oh, job. Absolutely, yeah. But yeah, she's not the most likable. Like Stan, her boy Stan goes to kiss her. And she's like, "Careful, these lips take seventy-two minutes to apply." Like, what? How? When did you get up, girl? Like. <laughs> That's a long time for lipstick. And poor Stan, he's just trying to live his best life. He's like, you know, football's not for me. Everyone's just coddling me. I want to do something better. And she's just like, no, you're like, she that's got, not no. You. She's basically like, yeah, the the starring quarterback is supposed to date the cheerleader. That's how the social mm-hmm. norm works. How dare you try to better yourself? <laughs> Um, but Casey, our Frodo boy, getting run through the flagpole, like, like he's not gonna be able to have kids. That seemed a little it. aggressive. <laughs> uh, we have one of my favorites, Stokely, played by Clea Duvall, who was in Identity. I Much better that. here than she wasn't the, as whiny. No, she's emo here, but yeah. you know, chill emo. <laughs> We have Josh Hartnett with his, playing Zeke who, with his awful haircut, which he also has in Halloween H2O. Uh, Mary Beth, the new girl to school. New girl from like Alabama, Mississippi. If that's what you want to call it. <laughs> <laughs> sure, Alabama. We'll call it that for now. And we have our girl from Dust Till Dawn mm-hmm. returning in this film. Less feet action. Much less feet We don't have Quentin here performing his if, fetishes. If only he could have directed I'm sure he wish he 
wish she could. Um, she has one of my favorite lines in the movie, though, because she's like got, got a cold, which is mm-hmm. ironic because she's yep. the nurse. And somebody's like, why don't you call in? And she's like, I like to save my sick days for when I'm feeling better. <laughs> Relatable. Yeah, we understand that. I feel that. Um, we have John Stewart from, I forgot what his late, late he was on a late night show for years and years. Mm-hmm. Um, but at one point he's like, you know, maybe I'll like to get out of work. I'll just put a pen in my eye foreshadowing mm-hmm. subtle. <laughs> and we have nineties queen Famke Jensen playing against type. She's playing like the meek teacher. Cause English usually teacher. English teacher and she, cause she usually plays like a sex pot yeah. as we'll see later though. Which uh, <laughs> is slightly questionable. There's some um, stuff that didn't age so well, especially when we get to the final scene, oh, you know, the final scenes of the movie, which I have some issues with my only issue with the movie. And, but Delilah is, is such a kind like She's horrible. to Stokely, like calling her a yeah. lesbian, a violent lesbian and it, girl. And I love how Stokely gains a friend. I like their the her budding relationship with Mary Bath. Yeah. It's like she's being trying her best to be resistant because mm-hmm. she doesn't want anything to do with people. Well, that's why she claims she claims to people she's a lesbian because she wants them to leave her alone. Yeah. Um, I think that would give you more attention though. But whatever, Stokes. Um, she's standing for the hit it and quit it kind of. Yeah, <laughs> girl. But like I do like the scene where our boy Frodo is on the bleachers by himself. It just makes you feel like bad for him. It makes like, you feel like he's going to Mordor. <laughs> <laughs> was this his big break, or did he have another movie in between? He, I think it was acting since a very young age. Mm-hmm. This will probably be the not the first time I mentioned this movie. He was in The Good Son okay. with Macaulay Culkin, where you know. He's hanging off the cliff and all that, mm-hmm. and yeah, but he's he's been around for a hot minute even before this movie. But of course, Lord of the Rings would be his biggest thing, though. Right. But he finds this little parasite thing and brings it into the science class, and um, we have our boy Usher. Do you know who Usher is, man? <laughs> I looked up some of the cast after I finished watching this, so yes. Okay. You've heard of Usher I've before. I've heard of the, Usher, but I just <laughs> saw him in this cast. Like he, the way they marketed, he was like all over the marketing, which is funny because he has like five lines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Usher. Oh, the regen scene? With a little parasite? The little, yeah, parasite and like the fish. And they just, that, like, was a, that was a good scene. They just dump it in. Like, There's definitely heavy, heavy CGI here. The CGI... Uh, Always isn't great. I mean, it was ninety eight. Yeah. This this part doesn't bug me. It's later on, um, but this teacher's so like chill about it, putting his hand in the thing. He's like, "I'm gonna check its prostate." Like, I, I I don't know what this is. It could bite me. It could kill me. But I'm gonna definitely check out what the hell I'm sticking my finger in. All in the name of science. And it doesn't work out too well for him. He gets bit. Do you think this is when he turns? When he gets bit here. Or do you think I don't you, think or do, so. Or do you think it's like later on? I think when, you have to get it through your ear. Yeah. See, this is the one thing I like about rewatching this movie is because once you watch it the first time, you realize who the big baddie is. Mm-hmm. And then you watch it again, you look for things that what that baddie did. And it's like, okay. Yeah, there's little little things and lines. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like they say at one point in this 
earlier scene, she's they're like, I feel a bit alien myself right now. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> you know, hmm. sus, sus behavior. Then we have this kind of nasty scene in the school shower for multiple reasons. I just think it, it's awkward to be naked in the shower and have your teacher come in, you know, your first of teacher. all. And she's like freaking out. There's clearly something wrong with her. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, he's trying his best to help her. Good old Stanny boy. But then like half of her like hair comes out. Oh. And then whenever we're dealing with like wet hair and there's blood it's just ugh, it's nasty it's very gross executed very well yes then um we have our zeke selling vhs tapes with naked nev campbell and jennifer love hewitt is that real is that a thing i feel like back then maybe like obviously fake but you know that obviously must have been you know Kevin Williamson, the Nev Campbell, Jennifer Love Hewitt connection. Must have been a hot seller, at least. I mean, kid, we're buying that shit up. <laughs> Those were probably blank tapes, because did you see the driver's licenses he was selling to kids no. before? <laughs> In the other scene. What, what were they? Um, they didn't look anything like that. Oh, <laughs> uh, and I always thought this was a weird interaction. What with the English teacher? No, that's one of the thing that didn't age. Well, less so him hitting on her. It, it's a later because she's not reciprocating. She's so, not. but later she's on, but there might seem some be some interest on her end, yeah. which is interesting. But is there definitely interest on his end? I think so. Well, well he's also a kid. You can't. I I don't. Yeah. I don't really blame the kid. I mean, he's still he's a disrespecting little shit. Yeah. Obviously, but. Yeah, he's like, I have something else for you. It's cherry flavored. Extra large. She's like, nah, I prefer strawberry flavored. We get a little bit in the next scene, humanity from Delilah, where she's being nice to Casey. Mm-hmm. You know, um, a little flirtation, maybe, if you will. But then they are interrupted from Carrie White's mom in T2. <laughs> <laughs> They're hiding in the closet. And this is when they attacked our girl, Selma Hayek. Poor Selma. Poor Selma. Because, like, I just came on to film this movie for, like, two days to help Robert out. I used to need a paycheck. (laughs) This is is what I get. Recurring actress. Yeah. It kills me, though, when Carrie White's mom, she goes in and she throws the water right in her face. (laughs) It's so funny. But, yeah, they attack her. She gets the parasite in her ear. It's pretty intense. All while our girl Delilah and Casey are in the closet watching this. But it's at this point, they know for a fact. They know what's up. But then we have our principal is back looking not stabby. Not stabbed by scissors. Less stabbed. But yeah, this is what... I like about it is like the whole obviously like they know what's going on and mm-hmm. it's like they can't go there's no one they can go to really all you know yeah they're, they're all kind of on their own and then we when feel bad for them because we have our we have our boy he goes and tries to tell the cops and they go and investigate and they find nothing they find resuscitation Annie <laughs> in the closet oh this is what you want to buy dead body but then you know the principal's like how about I come talk to you guys 
And we have our boy Joel from Scream 2 as one of the cops. Mm-hmm. They go in, and then they're obviously taken over, too. So it's just like that whole very invasion of the body snatchers, just like everybody's getting taken over, and Casey's like on his own at this point because we don't even know where Delilah is. <laughs> yeah, it's so crazy how this virus, whatever it is, just spread. Like, it happened fairly quickly. Like, you think there'd be a little gap somewhere in there. It's a movie, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Suspend your disbelief. Right. It does make me laugh when they're at home and, you know, they're like, you're grounded. We're taking away your computer and this and that. And the mom's like, his porno is under the bed. And then the dad says something like, no more flogging the bishop tonight or something. His dad knew what was happening. <laughs> Can't be doing that stuff. Um, I don't know if I really care about the scene though, where like he sees them outside. Yeah. I don't, cause I don't know if it was real or just if he's Casey just paranoid. Being stupid. Yeah, Frodo being stupid, it's That's fine. Cool. But I mean, he's stupid in Lord of the Rings too. <laughs> fucking made Sam carry the ring. Do you, if you, you don't know Lord of the Rings, do you? I don't remember any of it. Oh. I know, I know, Grodo. <laughs> You know Frodo? Oh, no, Go- Gollum. You know Who did I say? Grodo. Who's Grodo? We, we know Grodo. Grodo is a legend. Gro- the Grodo, the Liv best. Tyler was in it from The Strangers. James. Oh, James. The best. That's my Liv Tyler impersonation. The best Lord of the Rings character? Grodo. Then Delilah. <laughs> it always goes. Did I already reference not another team movie? We can do it again. Oh, well, I'm doing it again. Delilah's got glasses and a ponytail and paint totally, on her overalls. Totally unrecognizable. She looks disgusting. <laughs> Fucking Argo. But she doesn't get her slow walk. She She's too bitchy for a slow walk. <laughs> she doesn't deserve it. No. I like all the subtle hints to this movie. Like, their teachers are fucked up. Like, Instead of the water cooler, they're having several like canisters of water on the shelf with bottled water up the wazoo. They're thirsty. Thirsty bitches. I do like the scene with Stokely and Stan, though. They're, you know, cute, I guess. The love is starting to kindle. I'm, I'm on board oh. with them. Everybody's wearing Tommy Hilfiger in this movie, though, even Stokely, because... Do you, Tommy Hilfiger like sponsored this movie? Like they were in all the ads, and you know Usher was like front and center, of course, even though he's in it for two seconds. Mm-hmm. But it's like Stokely would not wear Tommy Hilfiger. I'm sorry, no, she wouldn't. but you know they helped pay for this movie, iconic movie. So thank you, Tommy. <laughs> I didn't notice that until you said it, and we were watching a scene. What's that little like that red and white symbol? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. I was like, oh my god. Are they still around? Oh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. When I was in Aruba, I feel like I saw... So Tommy Hilfiger is very big in Aruba. I mean, he's definitely probably fake there, but... <laughs> oh, I used to do buy, buy fake shit back in the day. There was like a store... Around here? Yeah. Like way back in the day. See, I feel like I wouldn't mind fake shit. Like, like people don't it. know. Yeah. It's because they so, think you're wearing Tommy Hilfiger. So what, my stuff wears out in a little less time than yours? Okay. I get newer, better stuff. This scene, I never really got where Zeke kind of sees the girl picking on her boyfriend. Because this is the couple we kept seeing earlier. They were always fighting. Oh. Hardcore fighting. Okay. And now, now he's chill. he's just chill as fuck. So this is, I like this because you're just seeing the changes in these people. Oh. And Zeke starting to notice these little things. 
Is he smarter than he looks? <laughs> I mean, he's a senior, right? Who has to repeat this year, so he's been through it before. But I like how he kind of catches on where... But what I didn't understand something kind of here mm-hmm. is we have these two boys who we sold the, the fake, drugs. yeah, the we, drugs to like, they're yeah. trying to buy them all. Is it because they're aliens and they know the drugs are their kryptonite? So they're trying to get them all off of him I, yeah. basically. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I took from it because they just killed the, um, science teacher, but then we have another problematic teacher come up to our. One of our main our girl, here. our girl, Miss Burke has now now she's feeling herself. I mean, don't get me wrong, like Miss Burke, you can do whatever you want to me, but I feel like this underage student may not feel the same way. But I love the scene where she clip completely goes off on Zeke. He kind of deserves it. He yeah. was an asshole to her. Oh yeah, and she's like something like you're like he she's hitting all his insecurities too about his parents not being around mm-hmm. she says something about like i'm gonna stick my foot so far up your ass you're gonna be sucking my toes till graduation <laughs> where's quentin tarantino <laughs> he would he would probably be into that oh my god i can think of a few gym teachers who might throw me with that and be like no no no, no i'll be good but she's looking fine in this gym class her hair is a slightly courtney cox and scream three mm-hmm. but not that bad feel like this is what courtney was trying to go for but you know those bangs are still iconic courtney's bangs but i do like um the scene in the library where stokely and casey like this is very like kind of scream like because they start you know talking about you know it's kind of mad other time on invasion of the body snatchers mm-hmm. and he, casey's like you know what if Spielberg and Emmerich and all these directors? What if they were onto something? What if they knew the truth and that's why they're making these movies? Wrong? You know, I just thought that was an interesting yeah. conversation. You know, because if this was really happening, we would be talking about these movies, and because that's our reference point, basically. But at this point, I like I like because you know this is when everybody starts kind of getting together and getting on the same page. Mm-hmm. And then they're confronted by science teacher guy played by John Stewart. What actor is getting their big break in this movie? But he pretty much reveals himself here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a fight. We get, I forget what episode we were talking about, but, you know, when they use what, those paper cutter things, those big ass paper cutters you always had in the school. Yeah. Um, like Zeke breaks it off and uses it as a weapon. Mm-hmm. That's always a good time. Some sus CGI with the fingers on the floor. You got to take the good with the bad. True. But he gets stabbed. He gets that pen in his eye like he foreshadowed earlier. Mm-hmm. I think this is when they realize that the the scat, which is an interesting name for the drug. <laughs> I will just say that. Um, the scat will kill them. But I do like the scene when they're going to go out to the car and just the paranoia. They're just looking at, every, at everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody's looking back at them. And, you know, you don't know who's an alien and who's not. But we know the entire football team may have been possessed. Yeah, that seems pretty clear. They're <laughs> acting very sus. And they get back to Zeke's place, which looks like a fucking science. Lab. He looks like, who's that science, famous science guy? Bill Albert Nye Einstein. or oh. Albert Einstein? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go with Bill Nye, the science Bill guy. Bill Nye, the science guy. He's also a science guy. He's got in his title. <laughs> but this poor rat, 
or mouse. Oh, yeah. I felt bad for this because they experiment on the rat or mouse. I like the shot of it like sucking, like sucking up into his ear. But I didn't like the shot of him getting his neck snapped. Then we have, actually, even though this isn't like an action scene, probably one of my favorite scenes in the movie where they all start like suspecting each other yeah, and saying, well, well, yeah, like, well, Stan, why are you all of a sudden so eager to be, you know, into your studies? And mm-hmm. Delilah, why are you wearing glasses and ponytail and paint on your overalls? Um, <laughs> and another one of my favorite lines when um, I think it's Delilah's like, Casey, when did you become Sigourney Weaver? Uh, and then they have, um, you know, the scene where they're all going to sniff the, the scat to see who's an alien, who's not. And this is like definitely an homage to John Carpenter's The Thing where they all do a test to see who's an alien, iconic scene. So this is like the teen version of that. But we discover our See You Next Tuesday girl, Delilah, is an alien. Which I I was kind of shocked at this point. Well, not the mastermind mastermind. Not the mastermind, but but like she was, she like planted her, the mastermind planted Delilah. In this situation, which I didn't think whatever being or alien would have the brains to do. I thought so. I thought that was pretty clever. Mm-hmm. But I like it when like nobody wants to shoot her and Stokely's like, I'll fucking shoot her. And she's like chasing her out of the house. She misses every, every single <laughs> She's like, shot. I'm going to she she's like, I always wanted to do this. And now I get my opportunity to shoot this bully and then there was that one point where she shoots and there's just no light but there's the sound to it and i was like and she she didn't even look like she moved her hand and i was like girl sound effect oh it's not girl it's not your fault it's the sound effects fault listen even this a perfect movie isn't perfect sometimes yeah. <laughs> it has here and there just here and there um and it's not my ideal kind of a montage because i can't stand football mm. but we get a pretty awesome montage to a cover of What's the song? <laughs> the, we don't need no education. Oh yes. I don't know who sings this, but it's a banger. Maybe an Ozzy song. Yeah, it could be wrong. It's mm. definitely not Ozzy. Definitely not Ozzy. <laughs> definitely a younger band. Um, we don't need no. It's like a creepy version, kind of. It's oh, good. Well, yeah, in the movie, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Oh, the original. Yeah, I don't know who sings. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about this one. No, no, no I meant the original. Maybe. Yeah. I don't feel like it's not Ozzy, but similar. Let, let us know. I mean, we could Google it, but you know how lazy we are. Yeah. We do our research lazy, here. Lazy sex shit here. Let us know. So, Steve, when did you see this movie? I have, the, I have this weird memory of wanting to see this in the theater, mm-hmm. but for some reason it didn't work out. Aww. But I own the, the VHS. Okay. So... You know, so like as soon as it came, fan. oh, because you know, I all these movies. This is po- mm-hmm. this is post scream horror, mm-hmm. so all these movies I was all about. Okay, um, I love I love this build up and tension. Uh, they all show when they're in the gymnasium because they, they don't think know. they think Mrs. Burke is the the, the queen, queen bee. bee. Yeah, exactly. Because there's like it makes sense. She's the principal, mm-hmm. and there's like. Like, I don't know if it's just me, because we obviously know she's an alien, but mm-hmm. I think there's even, like, a second where I'm always like, is she? Because she's so convincing yeah. at being like, 
what are you guys doing? Casey, are you on drugs? She says at one point. Especially when uh, she was shot in the head. There's a moment. I'm like, holy shit, they, they got it wrong. Right, and they think they even got it wrong yeah. for a second. But she, no. It perks right up. And conveniently, our Mary Beth, our sweet Mary Beth, pours all the scat on her, which, huh, sus. Yeah, a little <laughs> sus. But I love the shot when like Stan's going to go out to investigate mm-hmm. and he sees the whole team and the coach on the football field just standing in the rain. And you see like um, when the lightning's there, you see like the alien faces. I mm-hmm. thought that was very cool. And when Stan comes back, you know, they're not sure if he's an alien or not. And we don't really know either. So I felt very bad for Stokely here because they had the kiss before yeah, this. She... This could be a rom-com she... but with aliens. <laughs> We were rooting for you. Rom drama. <laughs> yeah, she was really hoping Stan would be the guy who she left and who she let run off to help others, but he just got possessed. It's not his fault. It's not his fault, Stokely. It's okay. Don't worry, those worms can't get in there. <laughs> but then Zeke and Casey, they're going to go get the scat. God, I never thought I would say scat so much in a podcast. <laughs> but... <laughs> Um, they're gonna get the keys. They're gonna get yeah. They're gonna go Be- to the car because they still have, or he still has some leftover samples or leftover drugs essentially mm-hmm. in his trunk, right? Which he can use to fight these monsters. So there's some running around, and then we get our problematic couple back again with <laughs> Mrs. Burke, and now she's saying. I want something cherry flavored. Oh, you know what to give her. Not a good look, but she is possessed. A little, little questionable considering she, that he's a high school student. He's a teacher. It's all right. He was probably like 25 <laughs> when he filmed it. Uh, he filmed a few years. But I like this whole like car. Like she jumps in the car and very well edited. I'm pretty sure Pat- Patrick Lussier, who edited Scream 1, 2, and 3, edit this the same composer of scream did this too which helps with those scream vibes i'm a little confused because she gets her head knocked off yes and is able to put it back on okay fine because she's obviously obviously living at the end Mm -hmm. so but to mrs burke the or the principal she got shot in the head did she survive because we don't see her at the end right i don't know i think you're right Um, i feel like she should live if this girl this teacher can live. Maybe she should live, but maybe she didn't have. I like, feel like they would have showed live, us though. Maybe she didn't have what? Like a will to live. Like, <laughs> like okay. So if you were to die and leave your spirit behind, the only way your spirit could be left behind is if you have some strong attachment, sort of thing. I think that's way too deep for this movie, <laughs> but sure. It's one possibility. Here we have Stokely and Mary Beth talking. Having a heart to heart kind of, mm-hmm. and Mary Beth says something like, "Aren't you, aren't you sick of pretending to be somebody who you're not?" I know I am. Punches Stokely, and here we have our big reveal that she's our queen bee. Did you think it was her? No, I did not. I, I had no idea this was coming. And also, like with the who, kind of like the who done it scream yeah. aspect, like who is it? I think it's kind of surprising at yeah, this no, point. I like that because, especially earlier on, they had the test. You know, they had you 
snort this and mm-hmm. it all I do have one problem with that though because if you go back and watch the scene you, can see it? you can't see it oh, she can. clearly like because you know how they do like a little flashback like you see her nostrils yes. which is fine you wouldn't see that yeah. but her finger turning you don't mm-hmm. see that if you okay. go back so flop flop movie no <laughs> flop film try harder next time no. we'll never stand up to uh but no and like i said uh, yeah um like the scene where she dumps all the scat on the principal makes sense because she would want to get rid of it all yeah. her lines earlier about i feel like an alien myself like all this you know and the fact that she's new to this earth new to this town like mm-hmm. you know There's a lot of it makes hints. sense yeah and she turns, we get like this big creature, which, I mean, there's a couple of questionable CGI shots, but there's some good ones too. And the, some great practical effects. Mm. Like I love the scene where she jumps in the pool. Like she's like, as they're running on the side of the pool, like she's, she's in the pool swimming through, catches up to Stokely. And when Stokely slams her face into the pool floor, yeah. the blood rush out, that's pretty oh, brutal. Yeah, And I love the shot underwater where you see the monster like right up in her face and trying to bite her it's mm-hmm. good stuff and her transition from creature form into sweet little mary Beth, you know in the pool is cool it's like naked sports. now yeah but i like when zeke comes back and she's like trying to convince him she's like no it's stokely which shady ass bitch you're throwing your own because Stokely's, we don't know yet, but Stokely's yes. possessed. So she, right. She's throwing Stokely under the bus right here. She's like, Stokely. I'm the queen. <laughs> but yeah, Zeke's like, ask me one question, Mary Beth. Why are you naked? <laughs> Mary Beth, why are your tits out? <laughs> Which is the real question men need to be asking. <laughs> why are your tits out, Mary Beth? You're not wrong here. Mary Beth, you whore. He saved his life. But yeah, we find out Stokely's possessed. Yeah, and Zeke and other funny lines like... He's like, uh, Casey, you need to sniff some scat because I left for five seconds. Everybody's a fucking alien. <laughs> True. But I love this scene where Mary Beth is kind of like giving her a whole spiel about where she comes from because mm-hmm. she's walking down um, the locker room and we see like the alien shadows on the wall. It's very cool. And like her whole thing about how... You know, if you're an alien, if you're one of us, you don't have to worry about anything. You don't have to be scared. Right. We all just get along. It's it's. She, she wanted to bring that peace and love to Earth. Right, and I definitely from. think she thinks she's in the right. Yeah. She thinks she's doing a good thing. But that's the thing that always comes down to people. It's yes, those would all be great, but how much of my freedom of choice do I lose? Right, and he even says he's a. I would rather be afraid. Yeah. Because you know, it's it is your choice you know you you lose who you are essentially even though quote unquote you'll be happy but my favorite part is when she walks through the whole apartment topless oh my god such a man such a typical man matt (laughs) it was done very classily though the nudity but then yeah when casey's like no she's like all right fuck it i'm gonna kill you (laughs) turns back in the alien and then he runs out okay did you have bleachers that closed up on themselves in your school? Because I did it. Yeah, I think. Oh, I you did? did? Kind of, yeah. Like, they would fold out, like top would go out a little bit. You just hit a button? A no, we had to like, pull them out ourselves. But the way they pulled out, it was, uh, it was done in such a way where we had some of like, 
lesser seeds and more seeds and more seeds. It was like a pyramid scheme kind of thing. Okay. Like how the, how the it just seems like a lawsuit waiting to happen, oh, basically. If my fingers were in the wrong place That's at all, That's kind of terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, it was scary. <laughs> it's very intense in this movie, the way it closes up on <laughs> our creature. Good plan, though, yeah. on Frodo's part. Yeah, Frodo knew what was up. He was, like, ready. Lost it for a half second. When Frodo finally kills the queen, mm-hmm. and I thought, "Oh shit!" Well, he like sp- she like spits out onto him. He gets all those aliens yes. in his face. Yes, because I've seen it where it's okay. You kill the king, queen, whatever, and then they leech off their like offspring onto a new host. So I was like, "Oh shit! Is that what's, is that what's happening here?" You're saying he's gonna be the King. He's going to be the king now, almost. But then we see them die off rather quickly. Well, maybe that would have been a better ending than what we get. But we'll get there in a second. <laughs> but yeah, he kills our girl Mary Both slash alien queen, queen bee, the queen. Regina George of her alien the planet. Queen Reg. And then we get a one month later. This is the only part of the movie that I kind of hate. A little cringy. I just... Okay. I just... Okay, you go ahead. The cringiest part for me was Stokely in purple. <laughs> Stokely in purple taking away her identity. That was like okay, like you didn't fit this character, so we're here. You go. No, not even that. Oh, it's Mrs. Burke. Yes, she. That's she. Like what? She like that's what are you doing, Mrs. Burke? We were rooting for you, Mrs. Burke. You were the chosen one. She still wants something cherry flavored. I guess. Mrs. Burke, why are you, why are you trying to But I just, then Casey's with Delilah. I just, like, like, it seems like everybody was changing who they are, which Uh, seems like it's going completely against what this movie was about. And almost part of me is like, is this intentional commentary? Like, Mm -hmm. even without the aliens, we all are going to, we all act to fit in. Mm -hmm. But I didn't get the... Hmm. It's this maybe maybe it's just deeper, but with like we have like this like happy go lucky song playing, so I didn't get the vibes that it's trying to be ironic either. The only ironic vibe I got from it, and it's funny you brought that up, is okay. So we have all our main main cast like developing, growing, and it's like I think we have um, our boy with Delilah. Like, oh, things are like not the same, mm-hmm. but as he's saying that, and they're walking off we see a glimpse of let's let's call them the jocks mm-hmm. with i don't know if you remember earlier they have this one rando who they're just shoving into like a flagpole like and oh. his legs are apart like well that sh- was casey was it casey yeah that was Ka- yeah that was casey they were running oh, through the casey. flagpole yeah so now they're shoving some other rando oh are they at the they, end they're like they're not shoving him but they're like they grab someone Bottom left there. Go back. A we have bit. the movie in the background. Yeah, we have. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think they're shoving him into a flagpole. No, no, but they're like, they're like carrying him, and it's like almost implied. So, what are you saying? The message is it, so it's like not everyone has changed. It's just our main character. Like people don't necessarily change. Our main characters just our main characters. <laughs> but like Stokely wearing purple. Stokely purple. Great character development. Uh but not necessarily everyone changes. Some people are just dicks till the end. Sure. I just, I'll, I'll, I, yeah, 
if I could, I stop the movie right after Casey kills her alien queen. I'm more happy. Yes. It just, it just seemed to go against the whole thing they were trying to say. Maybe it was a studio note. They're like, we want this to end in a happier way. I don't know, but still. So what year did this come out? 98. 98. So maybe once we hit like a reunion, there'll be some deleted scenes. We could get to the bottom of this. Let's get to the bottom. Kevin Williamson. Come on our podcast. Love, Love you. you. Scream's my favorite movie of all time. We can talk about the faculty. Is this the ending you wanted? If so, this is awkward. <laughs> Love it. Actually, best ending on you. You were trying to be ironic. See, I know. See, we, we figured it out. Maybe if it wasn't for that. I mean, the thing that's the only song I don't like is the last song. Maybe if it wasn't for that song, upbeat song, it would have mm-hmm. sounded. It would have been more ironic feeling. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But Kevin. Yo, boy. The invite's out there. (laughs) But, yeah, overall, fun time. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah. Not quite as dark and depressing as Hellraiser. It was definitely a uh, different direction than Hellraiser. So, you know, watching Hellraiser, I'm, like, in a certain mood. So then I watched this one, and I'm like... See, this is the oh. kind of movie I need to watch after watching something like Hellraiser. See, when like after, so, like a comfort movie. See, after watching Hellraiser, I just want to watch something more dark and depressing, like Audition. You're a sick fuck. Yeah, I just want to get in that space when I'm watching that shit. Uh, so this was a total left turn for me after watching Hellraiser, but no, I I enjoyed it. It was good. Good times, good times. Yeah. So, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Follow us on social media, on Instagram and Twitter, at Horror Stands. Yes, rate us five stars. We appreciate every single like and rate. Appreciate each and every one of you. Yes, love you all. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we will see you for the next one. Until then.